What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sunflower Chronicles. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this episode. And what I would love for you to do before we hop into the whole show is if you could take a second and make sure you're subscribed, make sure you have notifications on, make sure you follow me on all of the socials, um, follow the podcast at the Sunflower Chronicles Pod on Instagram. I would greatly appreciate it all of my little sunny babies um and yeah i hope you guys enjoy the show now let's get to it hello and welcome to the sunfire chronicles often city here are 100 my personal opinion so i hope that you all enjoy the show so sit back turn it up and stay sunny What is up, everybody? Um, it is your girl, Brie, and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And this is the Sunflower Chronicles. Thank you guys so much for deciding to listen. I sound like the cold open right now. <laughs> no. Um, but for real, what's up? Y'all been good? Because I've been... Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, so yeah, let's do a little recap. Um, so like last week was a little bit frazzled, frazzling for your girl, right? Okay. So I wanted to do this really cute Instagram post for the podcast and I didn't get to do it. So I may end up putting it up, um, still because it was very funny. Like, um, I had some cute little memes, meme game going on. Um, but if not, then I'm just going to translate my vision. Um, into this week's Instagram post. So yes, make sure you follow me on follow the podcast on Instagram at the Sunflower Also follow me on Instagram at I am Brianna M. You can also follow me on TikTok, which is Ash 98 Um yes, it's my personal TikTok. It's very like chuggy. Uh, <laughs> that is like my favorite word to use um because it literally just is another way to say cringy it's like saying how like velvet yarn is called chenille like you know um like that <laughs> I don't know if that reference will land for anybody probably not um because my references are the references of an old lady but hey we're kicking it right uh just kicking um yes but anyway do you guys love how my ADHD works like I I really just be talking and y'all should hear me in my car I will be listening to something most of the time I listen to podcasts very seldomly I listen to music I listen to music like while I'm at the gym or if I'm like going somewhere to meet friends or going somewhere to like go to a party or go to an event that's when I listen to music or I listen to music on Sundays um or like whenever I just need like a spiritual uplift that's when I listen to like gospel music but most of the time I listen to podcasts um but there are a lot of times when I'll be listening to like some of my favorite podcasts and I'll be pausing and I will like have a whole discussion with the host as if I was a guest or as if they wanted an opinion piece on something <laughs> that they're talking about. But yes, anyway, hi. Yes. So last week, um, it was, it was a crazy week. Um, my therapy appointment, I missed it um, because I thought that it started at 11. Turns out, babes, it started at 10. Um, and if you guys know anything about doctor's appointments, there is a freaking cancellation fee. And I understand why they, why they do it, but also I hate that it is always so much. I would much rather have it be double the price of what the copay was going to be that you had with your insurance or if you don't have insurance, just a 5% interest on what you were going to pay. Like, that makes so much sense to me. But also, I, like, the American medical system, is healthcare system in general, is just, it's very much for profit. Like, it's not there to help people. It is there to um, rip people off, scam people. And this is why America has some of the health um, statistics that it does is because it does not care about people. Okay. It does not care people. It literally I remember um 
typing a note in my phone that when the when people in positions of power in the U.S. look out at people, they don't see people, they see dollar signs. Like, <laughs> they see it as a means to make money. What is the best way to make money? Um, and that is not what <laughs> policyholders and policymakers should be thinking like. But hey, this is not a political podcast. Um, I would have so much anxiety. Literally, politics make me so stressed. Um, but yeah, so I missed that. But last week I did um see I had my first appointment with my psychiatrist and it was great. I um paid a lot of money to go see him and but he's really nice. And I realized that if you um are able to seek um, mental health services, whether it be like talk therapy with like a therapist or a psychologist, or you have the opportunity to see a psychiatrist, there's a difference between telling jokes in talk therapy versus telling jokes in your psychiatrist office. Because I will tell jokes to my therapist and she will be like, that's good. Like, that's funny. Or I'll say a joke and then she'll write it down. And she was like, okay, but why do you feel this way and it's like I really it was just self-deprecating humor like I didn't want to like go any deeper um than this um but she's like no let's dive in um yeah but when you tell jokes to your therapist or your psychiatrist they're like they just look at you like with that with that doctor nod like I did too much schooling to be laughing at your jokes right now so um yes I um yeah so that was pretty much my week last week I had a crazy um weekend so I took part in a Halloween festival and as much as I love being a creative and like and not creative as in like the way in meaning creating creative content. Like I love doing that. Like I love making this podcast and things like that. Um, but I mean like being creative as being like a creative person, like in school, I made projects that were over the top for no reason. And you may be sitting in your car or the library or in your shower or bathtub or wherever you listen to my lovely voice. Um, you may be thinking, what do you mean by making over-the-top projects? Well, I, this started, over-the-top projects started in, I want to say like fifth grade. Yes. Um, fifth grade was the year that I made the entire Holes camp. Um, so we read the book Holes and we watched the movie, of course, um, got to see Cleo Thomas and Shia LaBeouf. Um, yes, that is, I'm pretty sure where I got my disdain for, um, onions for a big part of my life. Now I like them, but I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Uh, shout out to my best friend, Victoria, who hates onions. (laughs) I love you, pal. Um. But yes, so I made the entire holes camp out of sweets, meaning the dirt in well, the sand was graham crackers, dirt was Oreos, tents were fruit roll ups. Like, I just we literally just went down the candy cookie aisle of a grocery store and said let's go to town and then that same year I also made a volcano with homemade play-doh no my mother did not she was like we're not gonna buy air clay we are gonna make this ourselves and we did and the problem we kept running into was that the play-doh you have to add something and I don't know what it is um to stabilize the um, the mixture so that it is temperature, um, like it can hold at room temperature and, um, it didn't, it slipped. So literally we had to, I wrapped my, 
uh, <laughs> I wrapped my volcano in aluminum foil. So it literally looks like I brought an aluminum bugle to school that day. And I didn't. I brought a volcano. And it was awesome. Yes, I put red food coloring pre-mixed into my baking soda. Um... And I had the best project. And then it just went on from there. I made a life-size cheeseburger. And when I say life-size, not like an actual cheeseburger like you get at a restaurant, but like it was ginormous. Like think the size of a laptop. (laughs) That's how big it was. Spray painted it because I think it was like how to write a story or how to, it's something with language arts. And my teacher kept that project. Most of the projects I've ever made in my life, like if they weren't destructible or needed to be thrown away, like the holes in Volcano Project, all of my teachers have kept my projects. Like I've never brought home a project because I enjoyed it. And also in middle school, I made a life-size, what's it called? Life-size, uh, oh, what's it called? A life-size periodic table. That's it. Life-size periodic table. Um, and then what else did I make? Uh, I made a rehabilitation center. I was in a healthcare pathway. Um, and we had to do something. Oh, we had to do something with like the career we wanted to do. And so I wanted to go into physical therapy. Huh, that dream was shattered my first semester of college. Um, but we had to make a rehabil like we had to make a scene or whatever based on our thing. And so I made a rehabilitation facility. I was always good at giving speeches. If you cannot tell, I love to talk. That's why um, I started a podcast, so I could just have an excuse to talk to myself. (laughs) Yes, that's sad. No, it's not. Um, Talking to yourself is good. It's good to have an internal monologue that you then make external for a reason. Um, If your internal monologue becomes very much external for a lot of reasons, maybe mention that to a mental health professional or just a friend. Um... But I always was super good at giving speeches, giving presentations. I remember my senior year of high school, the one of the, I don't want to say one of the only reasons, I was actually pretty good in that class um, for the most part. The teacher was just very much, I don't know, she was okay. Like she wasn't, like I was just, she was a teacher I was very indifferent about. Like I, I had really strong opinions about teachers that I either liked or didn't like. Um, and for the most part, most of my teachers in my senior year, I was very indifferent towards, and I just had favorite teachers, and most of the time, my favorite teachers, I never had them. Like, they, they were just teachers that I just loved hanging out with, um, and then I did have favorite teachers, but then through the wake of 2020 and becoming more civic-minded, you then learn, oh, teachers are humans, too, and you then you friend them on Facebook after you graduate high school because you think that's cool and then you actually see the garbage that most of them post and you're like but it's also probably because I live in the state of Georgia and we're just very convoluted in so many ways um but hey go Braves they're in the World Series I really hope they win so um that's one less sports team I have to care about because right now I'm a fan of three sports teams that are playing all at the same time is stressful. One of the first sporting events I went to, like outside it, my dad played football um, in college. And, um, you know, in after college and things like that. So I grew up going to football games and I saw my dad. So the first like sporting event that like I ever went to was a football game. But the first sporting event that I remember going to was the Braves game. And I love that. And also the first movie I went to was Shrek. That doesn't coincide together. Like that's not like a good segue. But in my mind, whenever I think of going to my first baseball game, I also think of going to my first movie, which was Shrek, because in my baby scrapbook, those two pictures are close to each other. That's why that is a good segue. Um, but yes, love making 
big projects and things like that. I can't even remember where I was going. Oh, yes, Halloween. Made a Halloween booth. That was a lot to do. It is so stressful. Craft supplies is so expensive. Why is it $6 for a five-inch sphere of styrofoam? Like, styrofoam should be cheaper than what it is. Okay? Um, and then also, I know that we all love squeezing the flower foam when we go to the craft store because I love it too. But it is so hard to find a good piece of craft foam that doesn't have little Timmy and little Sarah's fingers shoved into it. Um, so yes, but I did that. Um, I also had to create a scavenger hunt, which... I had to create a scavenger hunt that was not hard for people to like complete. And if you know me, like, and hopefully I feel like you guys know me pretty well, but a lot of my friends um, who know me like very, very well, they, and if you ever meet me in person, I know lots of random facts about a lot of random things. And my favorite thing to do every day is watch Jeopardy. I'm mad that LeVar Burton isn't, is not the host. Um, I would very much love Mayim Bilek to be the host and LeVar Burton. But yes, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But anyway, I've always loved um, knowing random facts about things. And I loved like trivia and scavenger hunts and things like that. Like that was always like I love puzzles. Um, but I love pu doing puzzles by myself or with my mother. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, I can't do, like, group puzzles because my thinking process of getting to an answer is um, very much giving extra. So, yes, but had to create a word, a scavenger hunt um, that was easy to do. I did it. It was successful. They loved, like, the people I did it for. I loved it. I did it for my church. Um... And yes, what else happened? Oh, so I started doing yoga. I think as I mentioned in the last episode, if you guys hear this crinkling, it's a piece of tape that I'm trying to get unstuck from my finger. Um, but yes, I started doing yoga and I, what's it called? I won a raffle and I got three free months of yoga. Yeah, buddy. Like, oh, like, mm, like, man, and yeah. I'm so excited. I literally woke up to that text uh, yesterday morning. Um, I was like, oh my gosh. I really wanted to win, like, the basket that had, like, the Lululemon mat. Um, but I will take not having to pay for yoga classes for three months because I, and I don't know why, I just don't like sign up for like do, paying six months at a time because that's just easier like the money's already gone like you know don't have to worry about it but my me and my dumb self I pay before every single class um but I only take two to three classes a week um and then I walk at the park I'm canceling my gym membership because I realized that I really don't use it as much as I thought I would. And then also, if I'm at a gym, I like being told what to do in a class setting or like in a personal training setting. And I would much rather go to a private gym where I know I can get like help or personal training. <sighs> I am so sorry. Get personal training and things like that um, without doing it. But like, the gym, I go to Planet Fitness, and they're like, oh, this is a gym for no meatheads. But also, it's like, uh, I I go there, and I walk on the treadmill. Like, that's literally, I do the treadmill, I do the Stairmaster, I do the elliptical. And um, I can't even, I shouldn't be using a treadmill because it is horrible for your knees. Um, and I can't wear my running shoes on a treadmill because uh, it's not a neutralizing like the motion is just not the best and the shoes I have for for the treadmill squeeze my toes so my pinky toes go numb and that's annoying and whenever I did weightlifting in high school I just wore chucks to the gym because they were flat um so yeah but all in all that was that for Halloween I didn't get to dress up how I wanted to normally I do a cute little like spooky Halloween makeup and by that I get to wear dark lipstick 
Um, but I didn't get to do anything next year. I want to go to a Halloween party. Um, like I want to do fun, spooky, sexy Halloween things. Um, so yeah, if you're in the Danville area, let me know. Just kidding. That was a Phineas and Ferb reference. Um, but yes, that's what I would love to do next year for Halloween. Um, but that is what's happened last week. Now this week I broke my phone. Well, let me rephrase this. I did not break my phone. My phone slipped out of my hand and it fell on like the, like the, at the doormat at my job. Um, so and I already cracked my screen just by dropping it in my house. We got hardwood floors. It slipped. And it literally dropped as I was going to put liquid screen protector on my phone screen. So there was that. But um, I got my phone fixed by a third-party fixer. So that wasn't Apple. Um, and it happens a lot with... Um, Apple phones as I was like doing research yesterday um and like a few other phones like especially if you pretty much with any electronic that I've seen is like if you don't get it fixed by like certified uh like vendors who fix your phone like who can fix like said electronics um you're gonna run into more problems after you get it fixed the first time and um oops that was my phone it was time for me to do Duolingo um I have a Spanish, fun fact, have a Spanish minor and I have horrible conversational Spanish skills because my conversation teacher in college was very scary. And I was a freshman taking upper level Spanish classes because I took an entrance exam. And I feel like I've explained this before on the podcast, but if not, um, I wanted to take lower level Spanish classes as a refresher just for my first semester and the university like as a freshman they check they of course check her schedule and they kept calling me and they're saying you keep registering for classes that are lower than what you tested for and I kept being like I know and they kept calling me and I was like okay I'm just gonna take this class and I really should have withdrawn and entered into a lower level class um and it was like lower level by one class like by the next semester I would have been in the same higher level class um but that's neither here nor there but I used Duolingo as a way to like refresh and keep up my skills I kept one of my um Spanish textbooks my Spanish for healthcare textbooks um and I practice the conversations in there um and yes I try to practice Spanish by um following people on TikTok who are um, Latine creators, um, and listening to the way they, they talk, because when you learn Spanish as a non-native speaker, you're going to learn very traditional Spanish, and you're either going to learn, like, Spanish from Spain, Spanish, or you're going to learn in the dialect of wherever your teacher, whatever your teacher learned, um, and so the first teacher I had, she learned very formal Spanish, but then her husband is from, a town like a really small town in Mexico oh I'm trying to think like where where it's near like give a general uh, marker but I'm I can't remember what the name of the town is but yeah so that's how I learned Spanish but yeah so that's why I use Duolingo for you probably didn't know you just heard my phone ding and that was a whole tangent sorry about it but anyway yes um third party people um oftentimes when you get your screen fixed with Apple products um your phone (laughs) your like your screen will stop working and it's not because of the it's, I don't know what it is. It's something with the glass or whatever, but essentially I didn't need a new phone. Half of my phone works. It's not even half of my phone. Maybe like 25% of my phone works like, and it's not all on one side. It's literally like different places because the glass was shattered before it stopped working. Um, and yes, and my cell phone provider is sucky with like, not sucky, but like just the way that like their trade-in plans work and like you have to be an eligible like be eligible before you turn in a phone and that means your phone can't have any cracks in it and you have to be in a certain place on your bill on your phone and 
I really want to switch phone carriers um, to somewhere where I can literally just trade in my phone every year. Like, it makes more sense to have phones as leases. Um, and I feel that if you allow people to trade in their phone more frequently, you could create a recycle program where you recycle the same materials so you wouldn't have to keep outsourcing them to other countries and things like that like technology is like so amazing and so useful but like a lot of the time these big tech companies like they exploit so many people in so many countries and a lot of countries in Africa um get exploited for like the glass and silica and all that stuff and so yeah it's it's a lot like if you (laughs) it is so hard what did James Baldwin say to be a conscious uh person in America I'm paraphrasing right now but basically to be conscious is to be angry all the time and that is true he was he was right bit out listen James was right he said he knew you was gonna be mad if you was conscious all the time and yes states of rage all of the time um but yes my phone is broken this get social literally was not supposed to be this long it was supposed to be super short but I keep talking, but I also feel, I don't know. I like when I do these things. Let me know if you guys like longer, chattier episodes. Um, Let me know what topics you guys like, like want to hear me talk about for seed of the week as well. Um, Because most of the time I like pull from big topics that I've seen via social media or just things that I've been thinking about. But if you guys want to hear a specific topic, let me know. Yeah. Okay, so back to see the week. So half my phone's broken. As I said, it was Halloween weekend and I just wanted to give some big ups to people. Um, Some Halloween trends that I noticed, a lot of people um, dressed up as Scooby-Doo characters. Like, I saw a lot of that. Um, And then, of course, we saw the classics like the, um, oh my goodness, Gabrielle Union's character from Bring It On. Who else? Um, oh, speaking of Gabrielle Union, her daughter Kav, Kavia, she dressed up as Adele and it was so cute. Um, Cardi B and Culture, they dressed as witches. Um, what? Who else? Um, Meg The Stallion, she dressed as Pinhead and a pixie or a fairy. Um, she dressed really, really beautiful. Um, Chloe dressed, or one of her costumes was the fish from Shark Tales. Killed it. Of course she did. Of course she did. Um, and then Hallie was Miss Jackson, Miss Janet Jackson. Um, killed it. Who else? Um, Lotto, she dressed as Mariah Carey for the fantasy cover. Um, and I love that she did that because in her song, Big Energy, she samples fantasy. And I love that. And I love how a lot of things in modern culture, it's very cyclical, um, meaning like samples get sampled in in a way, it just allows you to keep music alive. And I want to say fantasy is also sampled too, but please do not quote me on that. Miss Carrie, if you ever hear about my Lowell podcast, I, I, I don't know. I just love the song. Love the song. Um, but And then she also dressed as Faith Evans. Um, who else? Another plus size um influencer she and her boyfriend dressed as Faith Evans and Biggie when she had the uh the uh the the French twist with the curly bang and she did like the frosted lips with a dark outline and he's in the leather jacket it's like an iconic picture of them too like whenever people like for the most part whenever like I think of Faith and Biggie that's the picture that comes to my head that and then also the scene in the movie where she goes to the hotel room and breaks down the door and beats up oh girl that scene too um and then also speaking of Miss Faith Evans I think she's the skunk on The Masked Singer um if you guys are watching The Masked Singer let me know who you guys think the skunk is because it's giving very much Miss Faith Evans 
Um, who else? What other costumes? Oh, Raven Elise dresses Baps. That was cool. Oh, Lizzo dressed as, oh my gosh, the lady and her best friend and then Lizzo's friend dressed as the girl's best friend from Bebe's Kids. The girl who had like the frilly top, like the frilly short top. Um, who else? Oh, Angie and Yoda dressed as Grogu. Um, what other costumes? Yeah, it was just a a lot of really good costumes. Oh, I loved seeing people also dress as Kim Kardashian at the Met. <laughs> um, I knew that was going to be a big Halloween costume, but um, it was just funny seeing that, of course. Oh, and then Miss Tabria Majors. Can we talk about it? Miss Girl, she, so last year she did Beyonce. Like she recreated iconic Beyonce. Halloween like um music videos for Halloween this year she did Sierra so good so iconic I cannot wait for next year I don't know I want her to do Jenna Jackson I'm really just throwing out feelers Tabria if you ever get wind of this hey girl um and then who else oh speaking of Sierra Sierra did Selena Cantinilla and um who else she also did someone else, too. But, yeah, the the celebs came in um, hard and strong with Halloween costumes this year. Oh, Chica did Dwight Schrute from The Office. Yeah, just really good things. Um, yeah. Oh, Ariana Grande did The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Cute, 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 cute. So, but that was it for Halloween. What was I for Halloween? I was a Disney fan because I wore Mickey Mouse shirt and my um, mouse ears that I got from the last time we went to Disney and I wore my bell bow. And yes, I was a Disney goer for Halloween. And that was it. What else? Um, also have not watched Insecure yet, um, but I know Insecure is in a bit of hot water because of the usage of a black Greek letter organization's um, letters and crest. And um, a lot of um, BGLOs, their uh, iconography is trademarked, as with a lot of other organizations. So you need, especially, um, what am I trying to say? Yes, you need a specific authorization to use those so we shall see but I have not watched the final season of Insecure I'm trying to debate on if I just want to wait till it's all done so I can binge or if I want to watch it uh so yes but have not watched Insecure yet what have I been watching on TV I really haven't been watching much TV I've really been into vlogs lately um, I love, 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 love a good old vlog. Like, vlogs are my happy place. Yes. Um, what, oh, and then also speaking of Halloween, another Halloween costume in YouTube, another Halloween costume that I did, um, very much enjoy is Megan Brink. She dressed as the girl from 13 going on 30, and that was good. Okay, what's next um, that I wrote down? I have to write down essentially a mastery list of what I want to talk about during each episode. Um, so, review. And she didn't know if the interview was going to be on Zoom camera. Like, not Zoom camera, but of course, like, she didn't know if the interview was going to be, like, face-to-face via Zoom or if it was just going to be the audio, like, on a regular, like, call and it was um it turned out it was just being a call but she wanted to make sure that she was you know looking right and tight so I offered to do her hair and it just is so funny like it like for me I my mom did my hair all the time and it was like (laughs) always like a big ordeal um when my mom did my hair my hair always turned out very cute 
Um, cause when I started doing my hair, I still put my hair in a bun. Yes. I know that probably causes damage, but I like do my best. I have started wearing it in different styles as of recently because, you know, the pandorama allowed me time to learn and grow and do different things. But, um, yeah, so, um, my mom constantly did my hair and this is probably like a lot of, um, black girls or just black people who have like really long hair and their parents did their hair um especially your mom like you have the like you have the memories of your mom being sit still and like popping you with the comb if you weren't looking the right way or um you know she'd be like oh stop being tender-headed and it's like girl you are yanking my hair with the comb um I've always had like really really thick roots um, so, like, brushing out my hair was always, like, the worst part, and then also, I really didn't like sitting still for long times, because I knew my hair would take a really long time, and my mom kept my hair in, like, braids, um, a lot as a kid, so, yeah, but she needed me to do her hair for her, and I did it, and when I was doing my hair, <laughs> like, I was, I had to brush it out, so she has a really short, um, bob like and so like the shortest length it almost is like where if you if she got a like a longer pixie cut like that's kind of the length I don't know if that was a good like length reference but there it is <laughs> um and she needed me to um like I had to start brushing it out and she was like ow that hurts and I was just thinking girl the amount of times that you did my hair and I say ow that hurts and you kept brushing no but um it was just really funny like whenever I get the opportunity to do my mom's hair and she like keeps twisting and she's like this is what you were like and I was like girl I was not that dramatic also I was eight <laughs> I was a kid you were a full-grown adult <laughs> let's act like we know um but yes, also speaking of hair, I want to unlock some core low black girl memories. So if you are, if you have had long hair, if you've had a sibling who has long hair, you know the struggle of getting your hair done for Easter. If you did any sort of Easter festivities, I grew up going to church and participating in the Easter program, had to say Easter speech, had to dance, all that stuff. And so growing up, my mom would do my hair the day before Easter. So we would go to the little church uh, Easter egg hunt and then we would come home and she would do my hair. And she would do my hair in the kitchen because we ha did not have an electric hot comb. We had a stove hot comb. So she put the <laughs> turned the iron, put the hot comb on the stove and she pressed out my hair. And then after she pressed out my hair, she would put it in the pink and orange rollers with rolling papers. <laughs> and she would roll up and you know you had to sit sitting up the night before Easter, because you cannot lay down, you cannot risk messing, messing up your hair, because it'd be a fiasco in the morning, and then once I woke up, and she took my hair out, you know, she put it in a little half up, half down do, and you know, you probably got the, uh, what's it called, you either got bubbles in your hair, like the two plastic balls, or you got the thin piece of satin ribbon, and honey, you were it, okay, but that was a core black girl memory, and I just remember smelling like Bonner Brothers, do grow like Bonner Brothers Grease, do grow blue magic. Like, I just remember, like, those were like the things that my mom used in my hair. And then, also, this is another like black girl, black person, um, hair core memory. Is do y'all remember when you the first time you got your hair pressed out? And when you got it pressed out at the salon, you know, it was all straight and like you felt like, ooh. So I see you felt like Nia Long. You're like, yes, my my ends are so nice and my hair is so flowy with the wind. Um, and then when it was time for your mom to like repress it out, like after, you know, you've done some wear and tear, it's getting like the two, three, four day mark and your mom represses it. And of course, everybody wants like the Nia Long, like the really straight wispy ends. But instead, you get the bumped ends and you're just so irritated for the rest of the day um but yes those are just some of my favorite core black girl memories um core black childhood memories um but yes I that was just really funny for me today to do my mom's hair and just a lot all those things so yes uh let's keep moving oh yes so this is my one bit of social media things there were so many things that happened 
within social media in the past two weeks. But this is something that I just constantly see is that men, it gives me very much pick me when men say that women aren't something like women aren't athletic, women aren't knowledgeable about quote unquote manly things. First of all, what are manly things? Fixing toilet, fixing, changing a light bulb, killing bugs, doing, being handy stuff. That does not, those aren't manly things. Those are things that need to get done around the house. And most of the time you may, a man may be the tallest person that does it. But if I'm being honest, the most help I get in the hardware store are from women. Okay. Like. The women in the hardware store, they are godsends. They're so nice and they're so helpful and they direct take you directly where things are. Like you're not going on a wild goose chase around the hardware store um, to try and find things. But yes, so grateful to the hardware store women. And I saw a TikTok where this dude was like the most knowledgeable people in a hardware store are not the men, but it is the lesbians that work there. And I can attest. That is true. Um, that's the only time a man has ever been funny. Just kidding. But kind of, sort of. Yes, but most of the time, men on TikTok are just pick me's. Okay? Okay. But, mm, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, anyway, on TikTok, how many anyways did I say in that sentence? I'm about to say it again, so here's another one. But, anyway. <laughs> um... On TikTok, I saw this dude stitch a video of um, this um, women's volleyball player from, I'm pretty sure from like a college. Um, and she was like just saying really funny things. Like, I love when um, like sports players get mic'd up, like whether it be for games or practices or things, because like I always wonder what they say. And it's just always so funny. Um, but there is a photographer and videographer. He mic'd up this volleyball player and she like said some really funny stuff. And, um, this dude was like, women aren't funny, babes. Women are hilarious. If you think women aren't funny, it's because you didn't think of the joke first or your joke has been done so many times and you probably got it from a vine in 2011 and you just thought it was the jam and you're going to hold on to it. So yes, women are funny. You're just jealous. And it probably tells me that you're compensating for something and you want someone to think that you're funny by ragging on women, babes. The only other person that's going to think a pick me is cool is another pick me. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for get social. I have talked for 40 minutes. Crazy. Um, so yes, for eight track this week, um, I miss Meg, miss Meg V stallion. Um, her mixtape. Love it. Love the album art love all the tracks on it just bad bit like bad bit vibes only and yeah my I love the first the tunes in freestyle so good um she's a hot girl feeling like Charizard okay we love it I love how in like I don't know. I just love how Meg is so, so much into anime. And like the first anime that like a lot of people were exposed to was like shows like Pokemon and um, like Naruto, all that stuff. Yes. So I just love that. Like that is her jam. And then also for music, um, Big Energy by Lotto. It's a bop. It's very good. I also saw a video of Watto freestyling and she like she got she got the chops to freestyle. Like I definitely would love to see her and Meg work on something together. You want to know also I would love to see Meg and 
Kalani work on something. Like, that would be dope. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Um, Who would be good? Music collabs. I always just do, like, dream scenarios or, like, dream collabs. And then I make up, like, a whole video, music video treatment. Um, Also, I do that with a lot of old songs, too. Um, and then let's see what else for eight track podcasts that I'm listening to. So podcasts that I'm listening to, um, let's go ahead and start with the usuals, horrible decision, the read constant, keep those heavy in rotation. Also, here's the thing with Kev on stage and that chick angel. Um, yes, pretty much all the usual podcasts that, um, a new podcast that I've been listening to is called maintenance phase and they debunk health, wellness, all sort of like that culture they talk about BMI and how it was not meant as to be an individualistic thing as a measure is just meant to be like a populist measure so like measure the population and it kind of got misconstrued they talk about like Rachel Hollis and uh the myth behind celery juice and all of this stuff so check out maintenance phase it's very good um and I got that recommendation from Megan Ranks. And then also another podcast that I've been listening to for a while um, that I also want to plug. They are a fellow, she is a fellow black woman, small podcaster. Um, she is so funny and I hope to have her on the show one day. Um, and it is the Ethereal Black Girl Podcast with Miss Ebony. She is so funny. She is so insightful and I love it. Like she says all the things that like I want to say um, about love and relationships. Um, she's also a plus size woman. So yes, girl, we love it. Check her out. She also has the perfect like sultry podcast voice. She has video. She's also a music enthusiast. I have found some great music because of her. Um, so check her out, check her show out, Ethereal Black Girl Podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, so shout out her if you go over there because of me, tell her that Brie from the Sunflower Chronicles sent you. Um, so yes, and then for Brie's Book Corner, nothing new. I am still reading, um, Girl Girl's Guide to Murder. So that is pretty much on the docket. For the first half of the show. Well, not even the first half. But the first, like, two-thirds of the show. So, I will see you guys after this commercial break. What is up, guys? This is the commercial break. <laughs> um, So, we have no ads, no sponsors right now. But that is A-okay. Because we are going to get there one day. And the way that we will get there is by sharing, by commenting, by subscribing, by leaving comments. When you guys leave comments, it does help boost the rating. Um and like boost everything leave me five stars um i want to do a comment of the week each week on the show so please um leave me a comment even if you left one before i would love if you did it again um also i'm going to be setting up a buy me a coffee so buy me a coffee is kind of like patreon but um it is less scarier than patreon for me at the moment um so it's essentially it'll have different tiers in ways you can support me as creator um so yes be on the lookout for buy me a coffee yes all right now let's get back to the show all righty um to all my guys gals and non-binary pals let's wrap this mother up with seed of the week um so for seed of the week I really don't have that much. I literally wrote down break the stigma. Um, and then I just wrote some <laughs> bullet points. But I wanted to talk about breaking the stigma of talking about your mental health very candidly. Um, this is slowly becoming a mental health advocacy podcast, but I feel like a lot of podcasts should talk about the aspects of mental health in many different fields um, because it's so important and if you do not address your mental health, your mental health will address you. Um, and most of the time, it'll be in an abrupt way. Um, so it is just a lot to talk. I could literally talk about breaking the stigma of talking about your mental health for 
literally hours but i ain't got hours to spend with y'all so i'ma keep it brief and real quick yeah i'ma keep it a buck with you i'm just kidding um not kidding anyway um let me focus Ooh, let me just take a deep breath and blow it out like sometimes i have to like slow myself down um that is something i'm learning i have to slow myself down but talking about your mental health in a very candid way so today i didn't want to earlier in the day i didn't want to record this podcast because i had a very much extreme short burst of like anxiety in an outward expression of depression um and it was all because of money. Um, yes. It's hard out here for a pimp, guys, <laughs> with the money. It's literally hard out here for everybody in every single field because the demands that are placed on you, because of how the pandemic has treated everybody. Um, and so, yeah, so if you are not uber rich, it's hard out here. Okay. But yeah, so that was pretty much it. I literally caught out of work because I texted my boss. I, boss, I said, I need a mental health day. Like, because if I can't give 100% to myself, what makes you think that I can give 100% to other people? So she was like, I admire you for that. And I was like, I'm literally being honest. Like, like employers need to realize, are you okay? Okay, sorry. My dog is behind me and she <laughs> is sneezing. Like dogs have an inverted sneeze and it's literally the most terrifying thing ever because it sounds like they are a broken down pinto on the side of the road and she's literally okay. She's just inverted sneezing and it makes me so nervous when she does it a lot. I'm like, oh my gosh, does she have a kennel cough or whatever? And no, she's fine. She literally has an inverted sneeze. And then like 10 minutes later, she'll have an outward sneeze. But back to my original point is she said that she she admired me. And I was like, thank you for understanding because more places need to understand that people need mental health days. Like you literally can burn yourself out. And as I said, if you don't address your mental health, your mental health will address you in the most abrupt ways. And I have had my mental health address me so many moments in life and I didn't realize that's what it was until I got to college and knew what to call it, um, knew what to call anxiety, knew what to call depression. I just knew I had all of these crazy feelings and I didn't know what it was. And I was always so scared to tell my mom about it and things like that because I didn't know it was called in like, in like in the black community and a lot of other like people of color communities it is such a hush hush thing to like talk about your mental health because a lot of the times in the black community oh they'll say oh so and so is sick they're sick he's sick she's sick and as a kid when they said they're sick I'm thinking oh they got a cold they got the stomach flu like do they need some ginger ale some sprite some saltine crackers do they need to lay on the couch watch some soaps or like I'm thinking that no, it is not that. It is they're having issues with their mental health, and there's so much black people innately, we have so much pride attached to every single thing we do. And in some ways, that is such a beautiful thing because we have so much to take pride in, um, especially with the amount of history, the amount of rich history that we possess, and the amount of contributions we possess. And we have given to the world culture as a whole. We have so much to be proud of. But our pride also hinders us from progressing in areas of, like, mental health and other things like that. Um, And thankfully, there are generations like mine, like um, some younger or middle-aged millennials um, and things like that. Like, they're learning that, oh, we need to address this. Because our parents didn't address it, our grandparents didn't address it, and so on and so forth, didn't address it, and it's everything's getting passed down to us, and it's like, look, I'm not going to be like Uncle Ray Ray. 
Y'all not going to call me crazy. Y'all not going to call me sick. If I have something wrong with me, we're going to address it. And that has been my goal. I've been very open and very candid with my family about my anxiety, about depression. I was open with, with my family. I'm like, I started antidepressants. And I was so excited because I was like, I finally have a way to regulate these feelings that I'm having. And it is okay to take medication. Um, especially because people are like, oh, you just, you can do so many like herbal natural remedies and you can do all this stuff, blase, blase, before you get to medicine. And for some people, they try all those different things. I tried all those different things and I was like, look, all those things are great. And all those things help some people, but they don't help all people. And for me right now, they're not helping. So I did the most logical conclusion and I went to see my psychiatrist and he prescribed me antidepressant. And so this is my second week on it. Um, I like it. It doesn't affect any of my other bodily functions as far as like hunger um, and different things like that, like nausea. Those are things um, that some um, mental health medications can do. But otherwise, I'm super like open about that and I was, see, I had a very candid moment with my mom today. She was like, why didn't you go to work today? I was like, I needed a mental health day. Like, so the first time I, and I will be honest, she asked, like, she asked me first and I said, oh, I wasn't feeling well. And I was just going to lie and talk it up to, oh, my stomach was hurting because I have been having stomach issues for the past, like, month <laughs> now. Um, but I came back, like, five, ten minutes later and I was honest with her and I told her I needed a mental health day. And she was like, okay. And I can understand that she knew I needed it, but also she was like, why didn't you just brush it off? And I didn't tell her this, but like, this is me getting the catharsis of telling her is that the more you brush off, not addressing your mental health when it comes to work alone, just in this facet of work alone your body in your mind will just eat you up. Like it will literally just make you so sad and so like stressed out about things. And it's like, you lose your peace of mind. And initially, whether this was your dream job or this was just something that you got into, no job should ever cost you your mental health. And so by setting up those boundaries of taking a mental health day, those that's what sick days are for. Like, and if your job needs a receipt of sickness, send them your therapy bill. Be like, this is what my insurance that you're providing me with pays for. It is healthcare. Let's, <laughs> we're going to address this. Um, because eventually, hopefully one day, employers really start taking mental health seriously there are some jobs who do account for mental health days and have differentiations between sick day mental health day pto um upto all that stuff but take that mental health day break the stigma of being shy about talking with your mental health about your family slowly ease it in slowly do that and there will be some family members and some people who just don't get it who don't understand and something that I'm slowly learning <laughs> slowly learning in therapy is that your happiness cannot be dependent on somebody else your healing is not dependent on somebody else and also that healing is not linear healing has ebbs and flows and plateaus oh that's cute okay come on girl come on sayings um but it's true like there will be days when you understand that oh uh my relative so-and-so doesn't understand that I'm anxious about you know being around people for x amount of reasons and they don't get it but my anxiety and my healing from this anxious moment in my understanding of my own emotional and mental health well-being should not re rely on relative so-and-so. So, yes, break that stigma. I was also going to talk about break the stigma of being fat and health, but that one I will address on another podcast. Um, 
but yes, talk about your mental health. Um, and with talking about your mental health, I am so grateful that my family, for the most part, is understanding. And if they're not understanding, they're willing to learn slowly. Um, and one person in particular that is learning and learning with me actually is my aunt and for my birthday she got me a happy thoughts self-reflection journal um and I thought it was just going to be a journal with lines but it is a it is oh it does have a page marker okay it is an amazing journal it's a daily journal um that you do but it doesn't have set dates in it and I really like if something doesn't have set dates in it because you can kind of start and stop when you want but um I would like to share with you guys what I wrote in my journal for today so today is November 2nd when I'm recording this um and so happy moments um I got some stickers in the mail and I got some stickers of um Elle Woods of her saying what like it's hard um and then I got a healing is not linear sticker and I got a it's okay if your serotonin is store-bought sticker um uh, and then also I another happy moment was I called my best friend uh, one of my best friends it was her birthday um so shout out to Katie happy birthday um and then I also got to talk to my best friend Victoria who is Katie's sister. Um, and then I got to um, start planning for some fun family and friend events, like Friendsgiving slash Friendmas, um, because getting adult schedules together is hard. Um, and then my quote of the day is, take the time when you need it, not when you deserve it. Um, and I wrote that meaning like, you should not have to earn time off or time for yourself like you should not have to feel like you need to like have some sort of collateral in it if you need it take it um and that's what I did today I needed a mental health day so I took it um things I'm grateful for I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful because they offer me understanding perspective and um challenges to myself um, I'm grateful for YouTube and TikTok. Literally, when I had my, like, anxious, depressive episode, I literally crawled up in my bed, put a blanket over my head, and I watched some of my favorite YouTube videos and favorite TikToks. <laughs> um, and what I'm also grateful for is I'm grateful for food. Food is such a comforting thing to me. Um, and I'm also thankful for my faith um, and my spirituality. and um, yes, I'm grateful in knowing that, like, it's okay to go through these things, and it's okay to use the resources that I feel that my God, um, has given to me, and I say my God because I know that whoever may listen to this may not be spiritual at all, um, they may be of other faiths and different things like that, so, yes, um, but I'm grateful for the tools that, um, have been given to me like mental health medication and like access to good mental health resources. Um, what's bothering me, um, is the fact that I have so many freaking healthcare bills and the fact that it's so hard to get responses to help with those bills and figuring out if your insurance was correct and things like that. Um, and also just the fact that I, need to be making more money and I know there's a possibility for me to be making more money it's just hard to get there um and it also says how to resolve it and I literally say get a better job or request at my current company um for them to do better um because if they truly say that they are looking out for the well-being of their employees they will look out for the well-being of their employees in every facet um self-improvements practice calming breaths I literally did that a few minutes ago. I had to stop myself and take a deep, calming breath. And um, today I had to step away when I was talking to my mom because my emotions just got so overwhelming. I literally had to step away and calm down and take some breaths. 
And that is something I need to do more often and not just when it gets to the brink of it, not when I get to the wick's end, um, but in general. Um, tomorrow, I want to um, complete more than one thing on my to-do list. Like, I can only check off one thing on my to-do list. And I would like to be able to at least get a few things done. And I know in part, that's in part of mental health things. Um, but yeah. Um, and then it has room for creative expressions. And I literally drew like a crying face um, <laughs> on my thing. How I felt today. I said I felt tired, stressed, and anxious. Um, and evening reflections. My evening reflections are depression is not just being sad. It can be anger. Um, and anxiety can flare at any random thing. My anxiety literally flares at so many random moments and at so many random things. It's kind of annoying. She should be popping up like, I want her at the party. And no, we don't. You are not Flo Millie, okay? Um, that's what I tell my anxiety. Um, and then be honest to yourself first. I need to be honest when I'm actually having moments of being anxious and depressed. Like, I am aware that I have these things, but I need to be honest in the moment that that's what I'm going through. Um, And then what else? Uh, The last one is friends are the family that you get to choose. Um, And that is so true. Your friends are the people that you get to choose. You want to be in your life. Um, and I'm so grateful for all of my friends and I'm grateful for like my family. And when I say my family, I mean like my family that I talk to constantly. Uh-huh. And, um, and I have like good relationships with, and it's not a knock to any of my other family members, but you know, sometimes family can be a lot. Um, and friends are awesome. So yes, that is this week's episode. I went a few minutes over an hour, but I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Be on the lookout, um, as I said, uh, for uh, my Buy Me a Coffee account. Um, there will be some fun stuff over there, as well as also be on the lookout of our social medias, uh, The Simpler Chronicles. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at sunflowerchronicles.pod and you can follow me on Instagram at Instagram at M. and what else that's it oh send me an email at pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com I would love for you guys to send me anything that you want me to talk about um, if you guys have any questions I would love to read some questions and or advice that you have for me or advice that you have in general and um some hot takes on the pop culture that I talked about if you guys have any eight track recommendations any book recommendations anything at all please contact me via email and or social media and this has yet been another episode of the pod cast of the sunflower chronicles it it is your girl brie and i'm just a black 20 something girl trying to make it in this crazy crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way and i hope that as always you guys stay safe and stay sunny bye guys